Welcome to our community call, everyone. My name is Axel. I'm the community manager of GreenFT. With me is our co-founder and CEO, Nick. Today, we have two things. Uh, first, we will be answering all of your questions that you have either sent us in advance or during this call. And second, there's also a great news. Our monthly contest has ended and we have a, we have drawn the winners for our two CatPleaser NFTs, which we will announce after we have gone through the community questions. So feel free to join our conversation at any given time. We're also checking socials as we as we are having this call, just to make sure we don't miss any questions. So yeah, please drop your questions in the channels. If you don't want to join our conversation directly, you can always uh, request to speak, and you, we will we will add you to the to the conversation. Uh, now we're going to start with our community questions. Nick, are you ready? I was born ready, actually. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I know that. Uh, all right. Starting with the first one. Can you give us a general update on all fronts? So marketing, development, I guess. Yeah, definitely. So quite a bit going on on all fronts, as per usual. Uh, we live in the hecticness. Um, so on the development side first, I think we should touch on. So when was our last community call it's been a bit i'm trying to think when to uh how far back to go but we put out um was it two weeks ago our first change log which was very exciting for us um you know we've been obviously since rolling out castle crushers quite a bit of activity happening on the integration which we'll touch on a little later but uh, we've been doing quite a bit of support also this integration with like true meaningful activity has helped us truly understand where to improve what to change new features to add you know, plenty of bug fixes along the way as well, and also just what, what's really meaningful to users. So in that first change log, we, we rolled out like some pretty substantial changes and substantial bug fixes, such as a stop lend function where users can actually end the rental duration. People were sort of getting stuck in this loop. Um, various bugs, like from, from data to viewing issues on different platforms, um, issues when selecting multiple cards, things like that. Um, wildlife token like cash balance issues um, just various bugs all over the place so I encourage you all to check out that change log if you haven't um, we're going to continue to be putting out change logs um, every every I don't know if we're going to do them every week or every two weeks I think we're going to start with and we can always ramp it up depending on um, on how busy things are um, but again we're just continuing updates addition bug fixes to the Castle Crush integration because um, it's also helping us get functionality set up for a lot of these future integrations that are in our pipeline as their products actually start to go live over the next kind of coming months here and beyond. Um, so again, like laser focused on the development side. We're also currently in a Polygon sprint. So um, if you've known us, Polygon has been something we've been waiting to get to for some time. We're talking with quite a bit of games on Polygon. Their super nets are also getting really interesting from a studio perspective, I think. Um, so we're hoping to have a finalized timeline on Polygon in the coming weeks as well. Um, there's quite a bit of backend work going on there as well as just, you know, getting the UI ready from a, uh, from a like interactive perspective, right? As multi-chains come, you can see it already with Avalanche, it introduces a lot more complexities from data indexing to just like actual interfaces, right? Um, so super focused there. I'm trying to think what else to touch on. Um, um, maybe, maybe a bit on the marketing side, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, obviously, shout out to Rod, who's listening, <laughs> or CMO who joined us. Um, 
on the marketing side, we're, there, there's a bunch of new initiatives going on. Actually, I think it'd be interesting for you to maybe touch on Axel because you've been managing a lot of it. Like we've been doing some giveaways, um, essentially how we start like building our comm strategy better in the broader space. How do we start like, you know, branding re outside of just an infrastructure layer? How do we start um, getting in front of more and more games, telling people who we are, learning our value prop, improving our docs really across the board on the marketing side. Uh, but maybe Axel, if you want to touch a bit on just like some of the fun ways we've changed our comm strategies, some of the initiatives we're doing, that kind of thing. Totally, yeah. Yes, as you all, uh, have may already have noticed, uh, we have changed our structure in terms of the Twitter spaces. So we will be doing much, much more Twitter spaces from now on. Uh, already started this, uh, doing this last uh, this month, early, early this month. And um, now we are really trying to um, push out much, much more content to become, we, we really want to become a, like a bit of a media production company in terms of we want to have great content for our community. We want to have some great educational stuff as well. So we really want to uh, touch on on all fronts and um, explain what what, what um, how NFT rentals can really revolutionize crypto. And, and the first thing to, to do and, and um, how we can do this is by, just by, by educating people and um, really get the ball roll, uh, rolling. So yeah, that's um, oh. with our CMO Rod is also in the call right now. Yeah, we're really trying to to achieve all of that, um, and we are reaching out to new projects on a daily basis. So we we have our hands on everywhere and um, trying to get some some great people um, also hiring, and um, yeah. Yeah, and so like some things, if you miss them, uh, maybe we can pin them up here for everyone to check out. Um, we did. Um, uh, was it the not last week but i think the week before or so because uh, i know we all haven't caught everyone up to speed in a, in a bit um, we did a twitter spaces with chain stack that was a great talk just kind of jamming on all things uh, renting nfts like what we are uh, what chain stack is just kind of diving in with their team which was a, a really fun one um, we also did a um, spaces with gemini um, which was a really exciting one getting in front of quite a bit of new eyes uh, gemini is obviously one of our investors and close partners uh, we jammed on there with some some exciting partner or er, um, other founders in the space from like hume super mojo Alethea ai bank controlled sports just kind of going around um, what re nft is bringing it to the broader audience uh, we also put out another um, fireside um, about uh, I was on a podcast called Web3 Academy that was a fun talk I encourage you guys to check that out so just really pumping out content for you all and for the broader space in general for people to understand what are not only what are NFTs but what are the deeper utility of NFTs how can they be applied how can we utilize NFT rental infrastructure to accelerate our project um, our whatever they're building and in general right there's so many different ways it can be nft can be integrated so we want to make sure we're getting in front of those people and also giving you guys more things to dive into because uh, i'm sure you don't want constant code updates on the back end given we are an infrastructure layer first <laughs> exactly yes yeah, so you will also, so we'll, you will see us in many more exciting twitter spaces and we have the contacts and we will we will yeah, work together with these contacts. Um, great. So the, the next question, are you currently hiring and what are the open roles? Uh, that's, that's a good one. 
Indeed. So if you know us, we've been really well prepared for these kind of slower times, these bearer markets, so to speak. Um, like we, we have very healthy runway. We obviously completed an additional round um, uh, about four or five months ago now, if I'm not mistaken. It feels like five years in the space, but I think it was four or five months ago. Um, so we're hiring. While you're seeing a lot of these companies that were overvalued, overstaffed and burning a lot of capital, um, thinking that times were different, we took the opposite approach. And so that's why in times like these, we're able to continue hiring and scaling the team. So specifically, uh, right now we're hiring a lead uh, backend engineer. So we're scaling the backend team as we get ready to ramp up integrations as you know, a lot of game products are going to be going live. And I know we'll talk about this a bit later in the space, probably. Um, but happy to give some insight of what we're seeing there to everyone. Um, so scaling up the back end side, uh, we're also hiring another senior front end engineer. I don't think uh, one thing we've learned, you can't have enough front end engineers. Um, it's, it's always some of the headaches uh, dealing with blockchains. Um, and we're also hiring a BD um, killer. So we're really looking for somebody on the BD front that can come in and help out with um, integration management, partnership management, as we're um, dealing with quite a bit of protocols, games, products across all blockchains. Um, in terms of hiring, we also hired an exciting uh, partnerships head, which you guys will learn about very soon, starting in about two weeks. Um, since we've last talked, I don't know if there's been any other new hires that we didn't touch on previously, but the the yeah, we, we doubled our team about um, uh, almost two months ago now. And so everyone's getting really comfy, getting active, and it's exciting to see the team really come together. I think shout out to everyone on the team because our culture is uh, is humbling. Like it's it's incredible <laughs> to work around all these people uh, as myself and obviously I'm biased, but um, <laughs> it's been awesome to see things yeah. progress. <laughs> yeah, fully agree. Yeah, I just pinned the, uh, the our jobs, job our position job open roles um, tweet so please check that out and um, join us if, if you are interested and another thing um, Rod will kill me if I don't touch on it here <laughs> is content creators we are hiring and looking for great content people from tiktokers to article um, like writers um, to just even graphic creators like if you have an interesting skill set and you think you could contribute to our value in some way um, there's there could be something there for you so definitely reach out get involved um, and and um, you know talk to us <laughs> exactly uh, all right next question uh, when more integrations <laughs> when more um, it's never enough no <laughs> So uh, Castle Crush has been bringing us quite a bit of activity. And again, like I was mentioning, we're learning a lot there and it's been great for us to take a step back, address a lot of tech debt, get things up to speed and ready for a lot of these game integrations. So as you may or may not know, it's a problem a lot of projects are dealing with in the space. A lot of these games are still building themselves and naturally rentals come later in their in their. Um, uh, you know, in the stack, right? The product has to be live first. They need to validate their core loop. They need to validate their game mechanics before they even introduce a token, before they even introduce like lending mechanics, all of these things. So we're continuing to stay close with a lot of them. Again, we have a huge pipeline from our investors, from us just having been in the space for some time, um, you know, knowing different founders and all these things. So right now we're still prioritizing based off of when they have a product. Um, my personal thesis, what I'm seeing, 
there's finally some very large game studios pouring into the space. Everyone is exploring NFTs and what they can do to some degree. There's new models forming, there's existing models adapting, and that's been like incredible to watch for us. And we're continuing to evolve with them and uh, build functionality that they can all use as well. So um, there's, there's more integrations coming products are coming i think the next six to eight months realistically for gaming is going to be insane like into early next year we're going to see a lot of products come into early alpha and then continue building out of early alpha into a more open way we're seeing the first uh, forms of it now with kind of closed testing and user testing and it's it's only going to evolve and i think then that's when rentals get very exciting as these games actually go to market. And so we're going to be right there enabling functionality within them. Yeah, that, that's a great point. I remember, uh, as, as RoboKid said, something like, it's great to have fin to finally have users. And um, yeah, that's that's really great with the Castle Crush community. And that helps us immensely, as, as silly as that sounds. Uh, I mean, we are we are the are one of the first or even or the first um, one that, that that are working on an NFT rental protocol. So there's so many things that we are we are learning and um, that moves us forward incredibly. And yeah, so um, shout out to everyone that that uses our protocol already. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. That, um, from the early adopters to the Astro Cat OGs to the Cat Pleasers, um, uh, definitely a shout out to to all of them. <laughs> Um, perfect. Next one. Can you give us a resume of the Castle Crush integration? So activity, feedback from the community, something like that, I guess. Yeah, so actually, excuse the dog in the background. Ah. So actually, we're um, uh, to give you the latest on activity, right? I think the integration has been live like about a month and a half or so, maybe a bit over. Um, and we are just about to near, we just, this week, we announced um, 20,000 transactions. We're actually closing in on 30,000 now um, and within those there's obviously batch functionalities as well so um, it's exciting like there's only been five percent of nfts even implemented in castle crush and there's not even a liquidity pool live for the reward token and, and so that's exciting for us because it means a the game's actually fun and addictive which it is i encourage you all to download it and play if you don't believe me and you will quickly get sucked into a, a loop if you're into like supercell kind of vibes um, vibe games um, but nonetheless like that people are actually enjoying and using the integration um, and the UX isn't so easy right now that's only going to improve but even with it being so brutal given the app store limitations and workarounds um, it's still very active so like I was touching we've learned a lot we've adopted adapted a lot we're building a ton of features that's going to continue happening um, like right now we're about to enter um, uh, a sprint or rather just entered a sprint for some things like additional portfolio filtering uh, share page for lending um, ability to sort listings better like just just more interactive experiences because as the platform gets busier and busier it's going to get messier and messier and we want to make sure that things are, are set up to succeed and not confuse users um what else to touch on on castle crush um their aces token utility actually just went live for like upgrading cards and some other exciting things so definitely check that out we saw quite the spike in activity from that as well uh, essentially double users on the platform um, at least visiting it and checking things out um so so all things healthy and uh, again a massive thank you to the wildlife team because they continue to 
push the boundaries and experiment with NFTs and their portfolio is very large of games. Like these are veterans in the space of traditional gaming and, um, you know, they're going to continue implementing deeper things within Castle Crush, which we're excited to be there enabling for them. Amazing, yeah. Uh, one quick note, we will uh, we will be dropping our next change log covering also Castle Crush on Monday. So stay tuned, stay tuned for that. Um, ah, there comes our first live community question. Um, when tokenomics? <laughs> I know exactly yeah. who that comes from. <laughs> it goes by the name dot exclamation. Um, so we're, we're not putting out, like we don't have a timeline directly on tokenomics. We obviously have tokenomics in the background. Things are working, evolving. I think we're also seeing more exciting token models come out and experimentation. Like we continue to evolve them with both our um, investors, partners, as well as just what we're seeing in the space. Like you see different models work, different models fail, temporarily work, um, all these different things. And when they are, when we are getting closer to token time we will release more and more on them but uh, until then all roads are focused on integrations and continuing to bring real activities to the platform too many projects in the space drop a token and that is their product and they might be relevant for a month or six months and then continue to find out that it was just a massive ponzi loop with no real use and we have always since day one been the complete opposite of that and will continue to be but again just know that ogs will always be rewarded more um green ft genesis cards are the are the token out there so um i think there, there's nothing been changed around that it, that is your question <laughs> uh, that's it's for the new one for the new tokenomics this one Are the new tokenomics worse or better for the OGs? <laughs> the OGs will be rewarded and they will be rewarded the most. So don't, uh, <laughs> don't we're not going to forget about anyone. We know our roots, we know where we came from, and um, uh, we'll, we'll make sure that that is um, reflected. Yeah. <laughs> Um, next one. In addition to gaming, are you currently working on other partnerships that will bring in new NFT rental use cases, such as ticketing, for example? Yeah, so obviously we only have so much bandwidth and most of our bandwidth is definitely focused towards games. Just that is the more exciting activity and use cases. But that being said, like we've talked with a lot of different like ticketing platforms um, over the last year even. Um, A lot of them are still finalizing how their own products work. And so we'll continue to to be open and flexible. Um, but we're, we're not closed off to any projects. I should say that like if you are a project founder or, uh, you know, you think there's an interesting way rentals can be implemented into what you're doing, reach out to us. Um, you know, we build a lot of things in the open. Our docs are not the best, but they're, they're getting better and they will continue to improve as we um, open source more and more. But reach out to us um, and we'll, we're happy to help, like join the Discord. We have partnership support channels in there where, you know, our devs are active in there. We can give insights on how to use certain things, do certain things. And then if something's more deeper and needs some tailoring, um, we can see what we can do as well. But the pipeline is definitely um, uh, very backlogged with With integrations and games as the focus yeah yeah 
Perfect. Um, coming to the next one. This one is pretty interesting. Oh, it's a very good one. How do you think Reddit will shape the NFT or rather di di digital collectible landscape? What does it mean for re-NFT? The old digital collectible versus NFT debate. Huh? Um, I think it just proves something, at least I personally have shouted from rooftops for a long time, is that people aren't going to care about your, you know, like I'm a tech person first but I'm also a realist. And what I mean by that is people aren't going to care how decentralized your blockchain is. Uh, maybe it will over time, but I think some chains have proven that. Look at the volume that upticked on Solana, for instance, around the NFT space. Look at what just happened with uh, Reddit and NFTs. I can near guarantee that most people don't know those are on Polygon. Yeah. <laughs> They probably have no idea. And I think it just goes to prove that You know, Reddit was very anti-NFT. Probably people still are on there, but mm. uh, then you phrase them as digital badges and you give them not only a cool way to interact, but also a free way to interact. And you just essentially pilled a bunch of people onto a blockchain yeah. without them even knowing. So like that's been our thesis with games as well. Like if the UX is frictionless and you don't even use that word NFT anywhere and you just phrase it as something people already know and are slightly familiar with, all of a sudden then they'll they'll start to understand. Like you, now you see these people saying like, I don't like NFTs, I like digital collectibles. And it's like, okay, sure, <laughs> let's, run, let's run with that then. I like digital collectibles too, right? <laughs> So uh, it's it's just going to come down to like better ways for people to to interact. If it's easy, if it's free and uh, there's it's unique and there's a way to actually use it, people are going to use it. Yeah. Yeah. They really got them with the with the old name change. Yeah. To me, it's super crazy because I feel like a lot of people from from crypto Twitter especially feel a bit left out. Uh, Similar to when Dogecoin, instead of their super sophisticated crypto project, went crazy uh, because they got beat by the normies, <laughs> basically. So, uh, yeah. All right. Um, next one. Yeah. <laughs> no, just to touch on that really quick. It, it, it's funny to me, like, it's easy to get wrapped up in how little our world is. Like, you know, we've all been in this, even if you're newer to the space, but we've all been in the space for so long and like stuck in our ways that then you start to hate like uh, on a certain thing or event and you're like, well, that's not done the right way. It's like, <laughs> well, it doesn't really matter because it brought in three million new users, right? And that's dwarfing what's uh, what the space already is. And so like uh, it, we definitely have to to remember to like give a little bit, you know, like uh, it's easy to get caught up in our echo chambers, so to speak. And I'm guilty of it myself sometimes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, all right, next question. What are the consequences for re-NFT or NFT rentals in general when thinking of Apple's recently announced App Store NFT terms? Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think on one hand, it's good what Apple's doing, that, in, that they're recognizing NFTs, so they haven't cut NFTs off. But on the other hand, when you, you know, I saw a lot of people praising it, but when you actually read into it, the NFT can't enable anything. Right, like it can't unlock anything. So it begs the question, what's the point of it in a lot of cases? If it can't unlock like an item or an in-game sword or like a group or access to an experience or anything. And as you know, we're very utility heavy because the more utility, the more potential rental cases. And so I think they have a long way to go. I think they know that. People are probably underestimating Apple. Um, I can 
guarantee you, at least my personal thesis, is that they'll probably come out with some platform or way of their own for apps to create NFTs and implement them. I think it's their way of wanting to gatekeep the entire experience from start to finish where they can still monetize, right? Because in-app purchases are how they thrive and they want to make sure that there's no workarounds with NFTs around that. So I would imagine that that's going to be the way they take it. Uh, what I'm really curious to see is the competition. I'm curious to see what Google does. If Google takes advantage of this, they've been very pro blockchain, of course, and pro NFT. I'm curious to see if like they start allowing things in the Play Store to try to gain advantage. Um, we'll see. It's going to be, I think we're going to enter an interesting phase of competition um, of, you know, traditional companies either adopting or not adopting. But like the one, one thing's clear is that you know, this space isn't going anywhere. This tech isn't going anywhere. Like, large game studios are diving in. They'll create web-based products. They'll create their own clients. Of course, mobile is the largest audience and we need to get there. But, um, you know, there's there's workarounds there too. And people are going to find the loopholes if there is one. Yeah. Yeah. Pe uh, keeping the people in their, in their own um, ecos ecosystem would be really the Apple way, I guess. Yeah, but it's a super interesting topic. Uh, let's see how it plays out. I, I think no no one said the, uh, the way to Web3 will be easy, right? <laughs> That's a fact. We uh, we have to give a little bit, but uh, you can only give so much until it's just the same old model repeated. That's what yeah. we want to avoid. Exactly, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, the next one. Oh, I think it's, it's the last one. Uh, a few months ago, the new ERC-4907 standard was introduced. How has this new rental standard affected re-NFT? Re yeah, if we've talked about this a bunch in the past, like our thoughts on new standards, that we think it's a bit of a future pipe dream. Um, we'll adopt them as they make sense. And we've even like toyed around with our own in previous times. And we probably will when bandwidth allows in the future. I'm a firm believer that there'll be segmented standards for different types of assets and no one will care about the standards eventually. Reddit is a clear example of that. Um, I don't think anyone knows what standard their digital collectible is on, yet there's three million people, right? Um, and so 49.7, like, I, I don't know of any projects actually using it personally um, uh, that are in any that are probably aren't meaningful yet. So it hasn't done anything for us. Any integrations we see continue to need more functionality that then that's even enabled in that standard and more tailoring. And they don't want to fragment their collections across multiple standards if they're already existing assets. So it, it hasn't affected us at all. Um, but I think, again, like we, we encourage people in the projects you know, pushing those forward and like creating them and innovating them. Like uh, this is a long-term play for standards. And we, we think people should continue exploring that and we'll um, adopt them and help integrate them as it, uh, as it makes sense in the future. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I fully agree. Um, yeah. As always, uh, please feel free to ask us questions. We are here for you, the community. So please come up on stage and have a, have a nice talk with us. Uh, just uh, send it into the into the general in Discord or on Telegram. We'll be, we'll be answering those questions. What um, I'm curious what your thoughts are, Axel, on uh, on the Apple situation. 
yeah or, I, or even reddit like either one curious your thoughts yeah yeah i think i go for the reddit one i think the apple store one is so it's it's, it's so difficult with with all these um i mean in in reality i i don't see how nfts can play any role with these terms because it completely wipes out the utility aspect so um I, and to me there there's no that i w- wouldn't even talk about rene- nfts uh, in this case anymore because it's just they are so limited to to their to their appearance maybe just so i think it's a, it's a very difficult um situation and i'm very interested how this will play out something interesting that i didn't hear a lot of people talk about is i don't know how many people actually interacted with the reddit nfts instead of just tweeting about it like actually used it to try it out themselves but it was uh, a model we've seen fail actually and maybe it was before its time but you actually i think one of the ways it worked is a it was free but b users actually got to like pick their traits so mm-hmm. they essentially designed their own character and designed their own identity instead of just like hey i have to buy this one because i can afford it and yeah mm-hmm. it resonates with me enough and there's actually a model we saw in a project way back called eatlings um if you remember that one where you could it was, it was the first i recall of doing it uh, like at least doing it there's been one experiment but doing it on a scale where people paid attention where you could actually like change your traits your wearables and um then it ended up like just not resonating with the smaller web3 space at the time but it's interesting to see that model get flipped i think we're about to see every similar company now take the reddit model and apply it mm. in some degree and uh we're going to see that be the meta for a little bit yeah <laughs> Yeah, but but I checked the um the, so I I went on um I went to uh, the Reddit app <laughs> and the last pages of my of my uh, home screen and then I tried to um find where I can I can create an NFT there and um I had to I even had something like an invitation uh, that I could that I was able to create something and um they have a, a nice collection from i think it was five different settings or something and um you you was you were able to choose one of them and i went with the i think it was drop um drop squat or something was the name of the nft collection and then i uh, was very interested in, in what what uh, what else do they do they have to offer and i then checked opensea and i saw they have so many different collections already uh, with Hello- halloween themed uh, stuff and um, also one one specific that is called midas touch that's uh, apparently it's the most valuable uh, <laughs> reddit nft and it's it's a golden um, yeah reddit emoji or icon <laughs> No, yeah, I saw that. It's, it's hilarious. It's funny to me that people didn't think people would want to digitally flex their wealth. Yeah. Like this is uh this is human nature and psychology mm-hmm. that when able and when there's eyes watching, people will, you know, in the same way you might wear a nice watch instead of, you know, a uh a $3 <laughs> watch from a store that it tells the time the same, right? <laughs> Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think it's crazy that this that this specific NFT, the Midas Touch, now is is like a board ape or something. So it's it's the ultimate Reddit flex, and that's I think that's really hilarious. And I wish I would have 
bought one when it was like one ETH or something. And I think right now it's around 14 ETH. So it's incredible. And, and it got airdropped to, to some lucky, lucky winner. <laughs> but, yeah. but when we are already talking about winners, I think, uh, I think we can announce our, our winners from our contest, our monthly contest. So, uh, yeah. So as you have already as you already know, last uh, this month we we have hosted a nice contest uh, where we g gave away two cat pleaser NFTs. That these are our Genesis cards. So Nick, would you like to announce our lucky winners? Yeah, let's do it. So the two winners that were uh, pulled, and Axel can touch on the system we used because it's completely random. Uh, or we used um, what's it called? Uh, it's Why do I always? Uh, Gleam, right? Yeah. Yeah, so from Gleam, when we pulled the winners, it is Antonis from Greece and Stefan from Germany are the two winners. So, <laughs> Let big, me take big moves. Congratulations. Uh. <laughs> there we go. I was waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, guys. Um, we will send, we will reach out to you in the next minutes after this call and then you send us your wallet address and then we will we will send you the nice cat pleaser nfts perfect yeah i think i think if no one has any more questions i think we can wrap let me just check the general in discord real quick no questions all right perfect yeah i think we can wrap this up then um and I would say thank you for everyone taking part in this call. And then we will hear each other in the last Friday of next month. That is our new schedule when it comes to the um, to the community calls. It's always the last Friday in each month. Yeah. One other thing I'll add is to stay tuned. We're dropping a ton more content more often in more channels. And there is, in the wise words of Axel and Rod, there are juicy monthly giveaways. So make sure to get involved and stay tuned because there's going to be a lot more ways to engage that are actually exciting, fun, and interactive. So uh, definitely join the channels, get involved. If you're in them, get more active. What are you waiting for? <laughs> exactly. All right. Have a, have a great weekend, guys, and see you next time. Take care, everyone. Bye.